you for listening to Remodeling Mastery by Mark G. Richardson, produced by Sharefire Local. Over 50,000 people have listened to Mark's podcast series specifically for home improvement businesses. You can subscribe to this podcast on any mobile phone using iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that's designed to help you take your business to the next level. What I try to do is have different topics, themes, as well as interviews of remodeling thought leaders that really allow you to think about your business, reflect on your business, and hopefully put into action some very concrete things. This podcast series is supported by many of the industry leaders, including Professional Remodeler Magazine, NARI, the National Association of Remodeling Industry, as well as my producer, Surefire Local, which is a digital marketing expert. Today, I want to talk about a topic that is very top of mind because I just led a panel up at the Remodeling Futures at Harvard uh, in April on this topic, and that was the subject of disruptive influences. Now, we've talked for many years and even in business speak about all the disruptors out there in the industry. We kind of turn the clock back and we think back when we talked about disruptors as really being more like uh, some of those things out there that affect your processes and systems and your product and how you go about doing business, in fact, to change and be different. Back in the 80s and early 90s, we had the big boxes come into effect and they were certainly seen as not only this giant gorilla, but also they were seen as disrupting, I think, the homeowner in the process. We talked about the home and garden show on the media side of the equation as disruptors because all of a sudden the consumer have access in many ways where expectations were being set that were disruptive to the remodeling process. As we moved into 2000 and over the last 15 years, certainly the internet has been a big disruptor in terms of changing, I think, not only the access that consumers have to everything, but more importantly, the speed at which they can get information today. So the key word, and as I talked about in this panel, and we had some really wonderful guests, was the word in in my uh, belief right now is really less about the disruptor, but more about the influence. If you really think about it, the influences that are out there, if the weather, it's raining and it may affect and have you approach your day a little bit differently. If in fact you find, for example, that materials are not going to be coming into a job site, it's going to influence how you approach things. Now you can look at it as negatively or you can look at it as, as positively, but at the end of the day, whether it's a tailwind or whether it's a headwind, those influences do in fact exist. And I'm going to be talking about some of them today. The real question, I think, as it comes to the disruptive influences is really not necessarily uh, how you're going about or, or what they are, but it's how you're going about it. You know, think about this from other industries. You know, Uber, for example, is a very considered a disruptor. Uh, they've changed, I think, the whole local transportation kind of model. And you certainly don't want to get caught, you know, as a... Uh, a taxi driver in kind of the Uber age. Airbnb has 
been a very much a disruptor of how people go about, you know, staying in different types of places when they're moving from city to city. And certainly Amazon is a disruptor. Now, the way I look at some of these disruptors is that they are, in fact, more nouns than they are verbs. They are, in fact, more very distinct uh, companies and processes and systems and products. The disruptors I want to talk about today are slightly different. And I've really isolated three that our panelists really got into. By the way, our panelists were leaders in this industry. Vince Nardo, one of our thought leaders in this industry from Reborn from California, as well as Tanya Donahue from Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath, uh, as well as John Ferrara with Google was one of our panelists talking about these subjects. The first I want to talk about is the whole subject of time being a disruptive influence. The second is technology. And the third is transparency. And my goal on this little opening of our podcast today is really to focus and have you think about these three things, not necessarily crack the code and solve them for you. So let me just talk about the whole element of time and speed first. The reality is in the past, whether it's business planning, whether it's in terms of the speed of your own personal life and day, or whether it's the expectation of the client, the speed at which things are happening is much, much faster than it was in the past. This is something you know. The question, though, is how are you adjusting? How are you reacting? How are you changing to this yearning of speed? You know, 10 Years ago, time was something that that was built value. Uh, you would actually get back to a client the next day, or put together a proposal and present it a week or two weeks later. And in many ways, the client actually said, okay, you're putting a lot of time and energy into this, therefore it's more value to me. That's not the case today. People want things instantly. If you're not being able to get back to them and schedule an appointment that same day, if you're not being able to get back to them with your proposal or what your insights are within a couple of days, and if you're not able to do the projects very, very fast, you will find that your the the client's interest in doing business with you goes down 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 in kind of thinking about the value proposition, there really are th- kind of three components. There's the quality of the product, there's the cost of the product, and then there's the time or speed at which it's delivered. All three of those have value to it. And what we're seeing today with many of the leading remodelers and certainly consumers out there, that quality and cost, while they're still important, time is moving up to the top of the list in terms of the speed. So time really does kill deals and time is not on your side. So I think the first disruptor out there that you need to spend more time doing, both operationally, but also really spend time planning this very carefully, is not just planning what you're doing, but it's how you're going about doing it and the speed at which it's happening. The second element is the whole issue of the disruptive influence of technology. You know, those have been out there speaking, you know, used to talk about technology will transform this industry. Well, now we talk about it has revolutionized and transformed. It's part of our daily fabric and who we are. Technologies today go much further than just necessarily how you're about doing things more efficiently and effectively in terms of communication tools and presentation tools. Technology has to do with your culture today as well. Tanya talked about the importance of having younger people in your culture, not necessarily because of their vibrancy in their youth, but also because of their technology acumen and their willingness to adopt and adjust, I think, to the new technologies out there. 
you know, we talk about teaching old dog new tricks, but the reality is you don't need to do that with the millennials. The millennials, the technology and how they go about doing things, thinking things, the way they're wired is all focused on technology. And if you can create, I think, the right culture within your company that's wrapped around uh, at least some element of youth as well, those technologies will become an integral part of how the thinking is and how you approach things. The number three element, which I think is especially important that was talked about on this panel in a lot of detail, is the whole element of transparency. Now, anybody's heard a lot of business speak about the importance of transparency today. However, if you really think about it, this is in large part driven by many of the technologies in the internet that's out there. You know, your client today knows more about the products than you do. They know more about costing than you do. And in many ways, they know more about you when it comes to transparency than you do. So accepting the fact that you need to adjust your thinking in terms of transparency. Transparency is in terms of how they could do the projects themselves if that's what they wanted to. You know, don't hide that from the clients. That is a possibility. Transparency could also be about the pricing. You know, how many clients are out there not necessarily asking for breakdowns, but really expecting breakdowns of cost. That doesn't mean that they don't trust you. That means that that's just the level of transparency they expect when it comes to doing business today. Transparency is also about understanding who's on your team and what the reviews are and what other people are saying about you. And if you're not proactive with the level of transparency and really making it a priority, I think you're going to fall short. So just concluding on this topic today, before we actually get into some real depth in terms of our thought leader interviews, it's really critical and our thought leaders talk about these things all the time, is that you focus on the subject of time and speed. You really embrace technology, not just in terms of tools, but technology in terms of culture and thinking, but also a degree of the consumer and the level of transparency that's required to be more successful. So again, I want to thank those that support this particular podcast series, and I encourage you not just to listen, but subscribe. So it automatically comes to your podcast app. And if you do that, you will have access to literally 100 or more different topics that really are interest to you. So stay tuned and we'll get on to our next segment here shortly. I want to thank everybody for listening to Remodeling Mastery, but just as much I want to thank those that support this particular series. Now, first and foremost, I want to encourage you not just to listen, but to subscribe. And for those people that subscribe to this podcast or actually reach out to my producers, Surefire, a leading digital marketing organization, you'll actually receive a copy of one of my books that will help you take your business to the next level. This podcast series is actually supported by by Professional Remodeler. Professional Remodeler is committed to help you understand and crack the code on your business. So I encourage you to try to spend the time reading the magazine and reach out to them and be a little bit more of a voice in the industry. I also encourage you to get involved, get engaged. The National Association of Remodeling Industry, NERI, is a wonderful organization that I've been involved with with most of my career and actually had so many opportunities as a result of that. And lastly, certainly reach out to my friends at Surefire Local that'll be able to help you with your business. Welcome back. I'm your host, Mark Richardson, and this is our segment of Remodeling Mastery that always, I think, the most interesting and certainly valuable for most of our listeners out there. And that's where we bring in a thought leader. We bring in someone in the industry 
that is either taking a, taking a small business and done amazing things, doing some innovative things, or in this case, I've got a very special guest and certainly good friend of mine, Tony Mancini, who is the leader of one of the leading publications within the remodeling industry, Professional Remodeler. And in addition to Professional Remodeler, he leads many other organizations, many events out in the industry that's really designed to really help, I think, you to really take your business to the next level, but also to kind of connect the dots in the industry. So welcome, Tony, and I appreciate you taking the time and uh, joining us today. Uh, Mark, wonderful to be on. Looking forward to it. Great. So let's start before actually normally we get into kind of the Tony story first, but I actually want to kind of set the stage with a slightly different question to start, and that is, you know, like certainly myself and others, uh, you've been in this industry for quite a bit of time, and you've seen a lot of changes, changes, you know, in the marketplace, changes in the remodeler, certainly changes in the channel and manufacturing. So as we look back, kind of pairing to, you know, 10, 20 years ago to today, what are some of those real significant changes in the industry you've seen? You know, I think the amazing thing is um, one of the biggest changes is how fast change is happening. So we always felt that in our business. I think if anyone that's successful and a lot of your listeners that are running successful businesses, uh, they've always had to deal with change. But I think the acceleration of change has really hit all businesses, whether you're a publishing business like we are or you're a remodeling business. And for someone that runs a business, you find out really quickly people that are good with a lot of change and people that are aren't good with a lot of change. So I think that change really drives a lot of different decisions within your own company and, you know, including staff and people that can handle where you used to be versus where you're going. You know, it's interesting you bring that up because as I kind of reflect back when I got involved in this industry in the late 70s and early on, we had this old house come out and the early stages of some of the shelter magazines. I feel like we had as as, as uh, re and kind of to watch the styles and watch the, we, we had, you know, a good solid five or 10 years kind of let new things settle in. Whereas today to play off your point, you know, it seems like we've got five minutes to have it settle in. I, I think you're right. And I, and I think what's happening is that, and there's a, a saying out there, which I, which I firmly believe is, is that everybody is a consumer and this is being driven from the consumer side back into our businesses. And either you're going to adapt to that or you're not going to do as well as you should. So to me, it's all being driven on that consumer side, and it's making us react to be better as businesses day to day. Now, your real world of expertise, and certainly within uh, uh, kind of the remodeling space, has been with your multiple magazines. Why don't you highlight kind of your portfolio so that if not anything else the listeners understand kind of the context okay that's that's great so we have an organization that's called S SGC Horizon is a group of properties that reach the construction market. So we have professional builder and custom builder that reach new construction. We have professional remodeler and pro tradecraft that reach the remodeling market. And we have building design and construction and multifamily design and construction that reach the commercial market. So 
it's great. It's a great view because you can see what's happening in each market and what people are doing differently and how they're addressing things. But it gives us a very nice optic overall about what's going on and allows us, I think, to be on point and a little bit ahead of the curve because we're able to see each each industry individual industry. Now, do you find, Tony, that one of those sectors or one of those industries tend to kind of be leading indicators? I know in remodeling space, if we keep an eye on what's happening out in California from a design trend point of view, we can kind of see that jump to the East Coast usually a year or two later. Does that exist in the in the media and publishing world as well? Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny. You talk about design and with um, both Pro Remodeler and and with ProBuilder, that very true about what you talk about is design starts west and goes east, and a lot of innovation happens that way. I think the biggest difference I see between these markets is that the commercial market is much quicker to adopt technology in their business. So you're seeing that happen a lot faster, even with robotics, artificial intelligence, and those type of things, which are just now starting to creep their way into the remodeling market. So there's a little bit of lag between those markets, which as I talked about earlier, gives us a nice view of how things get integrated into each individual market. Now, in addition to the publications, a Another kind of part of your portfolio are, you know, industry events. Maybe you can just touch on them and, you know, how they kind of naturally fit together as puzzle pieces with uh, with your other products. Sure. And, you know, it's funny because I tend to still talk about magazines and magazine properties, but as an overall, I'll, I'll just give you a quick fact because I, I, I find it astounding myself, is I bought the companies in 2010 and we were about 85, 86% print. In 2019, we're going to be somewhere around 36% print. Oh my goodness. So it's really been a seismic change um, and revenues have been growing. So really what's happened is that print stayed about the same, but what you're talking about is that face-to-face um, type of experience that I think in today's world we're seeing people crave more and more. So at the end of the day, we have incredible content and we find that people crave that content in different ways and print, digital, social, but the conference ones have been the ones that have been growing the fastest. And I think it's because in today's world, the ability to sit across from potential partners and talk about valuable propositions and how you can work together in partnerships really accelerates the relationships. So we're finding that those face-to-face conferences uh, that we do have been really becoming more and more popular. You know, it's interesting that you share that because I think for the remodelers, whether they are, you know, roofing contractors, design builders, specialty contractors, you know, we oftentimes on this podcast series talk about kind of trying to keep the the balance of the high touch and the high tech in balance. And, you know, if you just go too far to the left on the high tech, you might be kind of really seeing some of your conversion rates drop and other things because you're just forgetting about the high touch and kind of getting out there for the face-to-face. And it's interesting how analogous that is to, you know, your events versus versus your print. Now, on the kind of thinking about your, your blend, is do you find that people are just not reading as much when it comes to print or they're just reading in different kind of ways? You know, what what we find is, uh, you know, the business of, of uh, like a professional remodeler used to be a pro remodeler was you put your monthly magazine out and people consumed it when they could. And it, that was kind of the way information got, got put out, disseminated into the market. Now we find that people are consuming information in all different ways, all 
all different times of the day. So it used to be, hey, this is a reader. These people like print and these people like digital. That is 100% out the window. People consume print at certain times. They're online at several times. They're still doing social at other times. They do conferences at other times. So really, it's kind of what their need is to where they're going. So we're finding that really it's important for us that we have our information out in all platforms because we don't know who's accessing it when. We just know they want it when they want it. Excellent. So Tony, you you obviously are the creator of these, you know, kind of points of contact or opportunities for people to learn and get better and, you know, and connecting the dots between the manufacturers and the suppliers. You know, if there were a couple of tips that you would give this remodeler who's overwhelmed and has time starved and quite frankly just doesn't have, you know, uh, uh, easy ways to gather insights, if there were a couple of tips that you would have obviously subscribing to this podcast, subscribing to Professional Remodeler, but are there other tips that you might give to, you know, help them to take their game to the next level and, you know, stay really relevant and current? I, I would. You know, I, I, I think those things that you, you um, kind of highlighted first, Mark, is, you know, you, what, what you do and you being an influencer in the marketplace, pro remodeler, Harvard, those, those type of things that have been around for a while, people are very familiar with and they're able to find that information. I think there's a bunch of other places that people are going for information. They're going to bloggers. They're going to videos. They're going to, I would call them the, the, the new people on the block, which is Google and Amazon and seeing what they have to say. And they're also social is becoming such a big part of what's going on. So I know my life in the last 10 years around Instagram and, and my ability to keep up a lot of, and LinkedIn and, and Facebook, a lot of the information I'm finding about what's going on comes from that social side, from professionals that are putting information out on social. So I really feel like for if you want to spend a, a little bit of time as a business owner, you should should find voices that you like and follow them because it really does keep you up with what's going on with design and trends and staffing and all those type of things that are so important to all our businesses. Well, I think related to that, and I love your find those voices or find those opportunities. When you find them, whether it's the magazine or whether it's Remodeling Mastery Podcast, don't just kind of find them and be have it be one day. Find a way to subscribe so it automatically comes to you, just like you're saying with the social media and Instagram. It's who you're following automatically comes to you that now it's top of mind so that, you know, you can research it appropriately. You know, Tony, also, I know in addition to, you know, all of your uh, media efforts, you spend a fair amount of energy on a, on a pretty important cause, and that's the, the whole labor shortage and the labor dynamic. Uh, uh, talk to us a little bit about what you're seeing out there as it relates to the labor and number one why is this important to you and then we'll get a little deeper into you know how people can uh, maybe address it but well, why is this really important to you so whenever um, so labor I, I think is the most important issue across 
all of our markets. So whether it's new construction or residential, it is by far the, the number one concern. So for me, I always find people in this industry tend to be in this industry for a long time. So I kind of look at it that we are stewards of this industry. This this is ours. And, you know, you and I have lifelong relationships, Mark, with people that have been in all parts of this industry. And people take it as their, it's ours, right? This is part of it. So there was so much going on around labor and a lot of stuff going on. So my number one goal was how do we get a united front? So I worked with all the major organizations in, in the marketplace, with NARI, with NAHB, uh, with NKBA, with SGC. Horizon, which is my company, and we really put together a front of, okay, let's make it as simple as possible. Let's recruit and train skilled labor. That's that's the goal of, of the fund, and we just feel like this is something that's long overdue, but at some point, you just have to commit to doing it. So we're about two years into the process. It's really starting to pick up theme, um, and we're starting to make um, you know our way into a lot of different high schools where we're putting shop back in the high schools and training these kids into skilled labor and honestly it's been fantastic but we still have a long long way to go for the whole industry i think another element that uh your organization through erica taylor who's the director of content with you uh has put a lot of energy in is not just uh caring about the skilled labor but also you know trying to be a resource on the on the wage study for labor maybe you can touch on that because i think you know that i know with some of erica's work has really revealed some you know very interesting things that you know these people are your greatest asset and if you're not really kind of measuring up appropriately, uh, you you might fall short. Yeah, and, and I think there's there's two there's two points that come out of that. One is that point of boy, when you have a good staff, that retention percentage is so critical to your success. We all know when you lose somebody that you didn't want to lose, how painful that is. So your ability to know where they need to be compensation wise and what you need to be doing for them is super critical. And so that that retention thing is probably the, one of the most successful, one of the most important aspects of a successful business. I think the other side, going back to the labor thing, is the opportunity in this industry for people to make money really from the get-go has made this a very attractive market too. So I, I, I think those are two great things that go together. But from a business side, I, I can't tell you, retention for me and culture is one of the most important things to success. And I think that highlights and protects, lets people know where they need to be. So in addition to the labor dynamic, uh, as, as you kind of look out there at some of the either headwinds or tailwinds, you know, are there are there other kind of uh, areas that you would encourage, you know, remodelers to watch and pay attention to uh, in addition to the labor? Absolutely. So I think we're in a really uh, interesting time in remodeling. I think we have a, a mixture of, um, I would call them more older, more established firms that have figured it out they know how to be successful, and they do a really, really good job at it. And we, we love those firms and hope every one of those is a reader of Pro Remodeler. Um, but you also are seeing new upstart firms where there's new rules, where technology is a huge part of how they run their business. And technology touches them looking at things that, you know, maybe other firms wouldn't look at that have been around as long, like virtual sales and artificial intelligence. And, you know, how, how do you use technology? 
technology to move your business forward. So I feel like that's going to continue to be an accelerator. So I think for anybody, no matter how long you've been in business, you you cannot hide from technology. You just cannot. And it's super important that you integrate it into your business. And I'll give you one other thing I think that's been really, really important. I think data is becoming much more important. So more segmentation, more identifying who your client is, and then making sure your message is on target for that segment and measuring it. So I, I, I think there's a little more of a science to it than there used to be. And I think the data that's available in the market allows that science to make you more successful. Excellent. So you obviously have dedicated kind of your life career to this segment focusing around construction and design and remodeling and building stuff as well as I, and certainly with most of the people that are listening to this podcast. You know, what what really excites you about this kind of vocation, this uh, particular area of interest? You know, I, I, I think there's two things. One is I love the people in this industry. And I mean, you just get genuine people. You get entrepreneurs. You, you have great business conversations and great partnerships that last a lifetime. And I don't know. I haven't been in any other industry, so I don't know. But for this, I just can't imagine it being any better. So I think the personal relationships that come out of this and just the partnerships are are just incredible. And I, I love these challenges and change. Like for me, that's what drives me. I think that's the fun part of any business is how do you solve that puzzle? And I think as a media company, when we're able to bring those best practices forward and show people away and then they come to you and say, you know, I read this and I integrated it and it works so well with my business, that is super rewarding for us. So I, I really like kind of where these businesses are going and how we're in the middle of that whole experience. Well, and I think what, what's exciting is, you know, I think as time goes on, we're realizing that, you know, our success is a product of kind of the, the synergy and the connection between all the pieces within this industry that the manufacturer is key to the, your success, the supplier. Certainly, I think, you know, organizations like Tony's yours where you're providing kind of the insights and the glue to hold all the parts and pieces together. You know, I'd like like you're saying, I think the real challenge and I think this industry gets bit beat up a little bit is, you know, the knowledge in terms of sticks and bricks is high, but the complexity of business and the complexity of, of uh, you know, understanding, you know, how to run a great business, you know, having access to information like you provide is really key. So Tony, in, in closing, are there any final kind of insights, comments, thoughts that you'd like to share with the listeners? You know, I, I, I just think that uh, th this is an industry where we are right now, where you have to continue to keep your head up and really see what's going on. And the consumer will let you know. So the more you can hear that and, and, and you're able to really listen to that, you can't go wrong. I mean, we can talk about staff and culture, but when you really want to make sure your business is in the right place, listening, that voice of the customer that we talk about all the time because they will let you know and they're the ones that are changing and that's the reason why the change is happening so that has to be, I think, kind of paramount for everybody. And I'll throw one other thing in there. And I know you, Mark, you and I have talked about this many times. I think the power of partnerships. Today, businesses are lean. That's just the way America is running as, as a, a corporate right now. And I feel those partnerships 
two plus one plus one does equal three, four, or five, and it doesn't equal two. And I know it's been one of the main drivers for SGC Horizons success. And great partnerships make for great success. And I really think that you know, with with the right one set up you're setting your business up for, for great things. Well, I want to thank you, Tony, for joining me on the podcast today. It's certainly, you know, adding, I think, a dimension to kind of these conversations that's much greater than just, you know, those with a lot of calluses or scars and bruises that have been out there, you know, doing it and building them themselves. You know, I encourage you to, you know, stay connected, certainly reach back to Tony at Professional Remodeler, Professional Builder. Uh, think about some of the events that you know, Tony and his team's involved with, with the extreme uh, uh, lead gen, which is focused obviously on the, on the marketing related, but also in Chicago, we have the extreme sales summit that I'll certainly be there. Tony will certainly be there and many of the members of his team and some of the top leaders in the country. So uh, again, thank you, Tony, and uh, certainly wish you the best and uh, I'm excited about the future. Perfect, Mark. I really enjoyed the uh, podcast and thanks for having me on. Great. Thank you. Okay. If you liked what you've heard, take a moment to subscribe to Remodeling Mastery on your phone using your favorite podcast app. It's available in all the major apps like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Go ahead and post in the comments what you learned and any questions you have for Mark, and he may answer them on an upcoming episode. Thank you again for listening to Remodeling Mastery by Mark G. Richardson. 